Welcome to Set the Tone, the podcast, brought to you with support from BTL, the makers of MSculpt Neo. Aesthetic dermatologist, peer educator, and now workout video star, Dr. Leslie Clark Lozer wears many hats. But no matter how busy she is, she finds time to focus on fitness. Listen in as she talks to Dr. Paul Jared Frank about how she found herself participating in an online video program and how she focuses on realistic fitness expectations for her patients. Set the Tone, the podcast, is brought to you with support from BTL, the makers of MSculpt Neo. MSculpt Neo offers two therapies and a single treatment for less fat and more muscle. Welcome back. It is Dr. Paul Jared Frank welcoming you to The Podcast by BTL. For those of you who don't remember me, I'm a cosmetic dermatologist here in New York City, founder of P. Frank MD, and author of the Pro Aging Playbook. So if you haven't figured it out, I like a holistic approach to beauty from the inside and out. It's not just about taking care of yourself from the outside, but also working on the inside. And I got a perfect person to talk to me with today. We actually trained together many years ago. She's a fellow dermatologist, Dr. Leslie Clark Loser. She is founder of Precision Skin Institute in Davie, Florida. And it seems, we're gonna find out today, she's a bit of a fitness fanatic just by being a good friend. Leslie. Hi. Uh, I mean, you and I could catch up for about an hour or so, but for the purposes here, tell me about what's been going on the last year and a half or so. I hear there's a little story about a workout fad that has added to your dermatological training. Is that true? Yeah, it's been interesting. You know, COVID's kind of like the twilight zone. Weird things are happening. <laughs> so um, I've always loved fitness. And I think, like you said, inside out, outside in, holistic um, approaches to beauty. And that for me is always incorporated fitness, but by no means um, was I an expert in the field and probably not, but started doing these workouts with a girlfriend who happens to be a Pilates and fitness instructor. So, so when she Col invented this. Well, her last name's Merck. So, you know, instead of <laughs> working out, she's murking out. I like that. Yeah. And um, when all the fitness studios were closing, she wanted to do something to continue having a relationship with her clients. And so she said, okay, I'm going to do some live workouts um, for free. This is before she started her business, but really not being a tech wizard and IT person, and neither am I as a friend, we were trying to figure out the best way for her to video these and live stream. And we were looking for a great spot. I happen to have some decent internet and she is that a problem down in florida you know everything's a problem down in florida <laughs> <laughs> that's, an, that's another podcast that's yeah. another podcast yeah. so she asked if i could help her out with the first one i said okay with no intention of being in her video because i was 100 percent certain i would screw it up and um so i said i would help but she said just do this one so i can make sure that it videos and you know several hundred workouts later i am still doing them with her she has built a business with hundreds of subscribers and you know i just pretend the camera's not on but it's been so much fun 
Yeah. And what is it that's different about the Merck out than, the, I guess you said she was a Pilates instructor prior? Is this, what has personified it for her? So what is a Merck out? Um, so other than being after her name, she was a Pilates instructor and a bar instructor. And I don't know if, you know, if you're familiar with what bar yeah. is, to me, it sounded very scary. Like I was going to have to be a ballerina, which it's we something all know that dancers now. do. That's what I always knew. Right. Yeah, right. So I don't fit that mold at all. <laughs> um, so hers is bar, not bar, she calls it. And she calls it some a workout where she's really keeping it real. It's not meant to be perfect. There's no retakes. Um, she's funny as can be. And it's total body workout with high repetition, body weight um, and high and light weights. So lots of repetitions for about 40 to 50 minutes. It's pretty crazy what you realize, you know, you have to pivot. She had to pivot. I had to pivot because I started doing her workout. We all had to pivot. I think what drew me to her workout was even though you're doing lots of weights and lunges and body weight exercises, there's such an emphasis that was placed on, you know, utilizing your core. And I think that comes from her ballet background or sorry, her Pilates background. But that really resonated me because of what we do at work when we've really entered into, you know, this space of non-invasive body sculpting. Huge space now, right? Mm -hmm. And it's funny because you realize, you don't know if it's the chicken or the egg. So many, are they coming about because of the technology? Is there a separate awareness? Once people find out that you could do things for their core medically, there's so much more focus on what they're doing at home too. It, it, it feeds itself. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Yeah. Because people also, especially if they're, you know, not 20 years old and could roll out of bed and eat whatever they want. We all hit that wall in middle age as we get older. For some people it's earlier or later than others. Um, but there is, you know, it seems that everyone is focused on this type of thing in, in their wellness routine and knowing that you have something that you can go to a doctor's office. I just want to know, do all the class, do all the people who are in the class, do they just go to your office afterwards? <laughs> we, it, it's funny how it's fed back and forth. You know, so my patients, I, I talk about them work out and they've kind of found Jen Merck and, and vice versa. I think when people ask, you know, you know, how does what you do in your office and what you're doing with your workouts, you know, relate to one another, you know, are they somehow intertwined or impacting one another? And I think the bottom line is, you know, doing something like, for example, M sculpt, where I'm really strengthening the core that not only complements what I'm doing, it enhances what I'm doing. Um, but for many, it also inspires you to do more. So it's really a significant, you know, chain or journey um, along which you can incorporate and benefit from both. I, I originally, when I started using a lot of the non-invasive technologies, particularly M-Sculpt, um, you know, I, us I originally was, you know, you have to put in the hard work first and then we do some of this. But just to your, to your point, there are a lot of people who really, they hadn't hit the ground running yet on their sub. They needed a kickstart. And warily, I was like, you know, because you don't want to sell someone a procedure and feel like it's going to be a waste of their time and certainly their money. But it does. And I do this even when I do more invasive procedures like liposuction. For some people, if you could read into their psychology and you know that they're going to make an effort, it can be a great kickstart. And it's that type of compliment. What kind of um, do you do a lot of body stuff in general other than M-Sculpt? Do you do other treatments? 
So really the primary body sculpting that we do is going to be M-Sculpt and, and M-Sculpt Neo. In addition to that, we do things for skin tightening, texture and tone. I do M-Tone in the office. I do the Profound. Um, I actually also found myself really driving into that concept of the entire core, inclu including the floor uh, muscles. So we do have an Mcella in our office as well. I love that. And it, it really, I always challenge people to try and understand and visualize and feel the connection between their floor muscles and their core muscles. So if I were to say to you, Paul, right now, you know, contract your abs, right? Yeah, I could do that. You can do that. But guess what else you feel? You feel your floor the minute you yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I tell a guy, hey, Paul, Kegel, Dr. Frank. Yeah. Well, I know <laughs> how to Kegel. Immediately engage your, your abdominal muscles. So they're, the interconnection between our core and our floor um, has value way beyond, I think, what we usually think about. Like you said, with overall wellness, well, reducing injury, lower back pain, hip pain, so many Sciatica. things falls yeah absolutely you know for the, for people out there who aren't familiar with mcella um i have that too i, I love it it's really part of the m sculpt line where, that uses magnetic energy magnetic field energy to cause um contraction of musculature musculature contractions in a way that you can't really achieve on your own so it's a great complement to other things that we do exercise-wise. And the Mcella, which I believe was originally for mild urinary incontinence, they used it in urology, we're now using it in the aesthetic world for um, uh, tightening up the pelvic floor. Um, I have plenty of women that use it for mild urinary incontinence. They use it after having babies in conjunction with the M-Sculpt for the stretching of the stomach muscles, but also have a lot of male patients that will use it for sexual health, mild urinary incontinence. It's not just women that deal with that. Um, and, and it's really amazing. Um, and it allows them to exercise because I'm sure it's funny when you said, talked about the Merck out, that was one of the first thing I thought about. A lot of women don't feel comfortable jumping around, mm -hmm. dancing around. You're listening to Set the Tone, the podcast, supported by BTL, makers of M-Sculpt Neo. M-Sculpt Neo offers two therapies and a single treatment for less fat and more muscle. It's amazing when you have an injury or an inability to perform something, well, you're going to just sit it out, and then that's just a vicious cycle downward. If you have a treatment that could help you, man, well, then you're, then you're murking out. And then you're getting in better shape and then you're doing then, it, then it's a positive cycle right i think that's about what we do for people we put them in a positive cycle 100 percent. and i love you know when you talk about how the people that needed a kickstart and that inspiration i i do poke fun sometimes at the banners that we have in our office for the m sculpt because arguably they may have chosen an unrealistic body type um, to right, show exactly. the results of the M sculpt, and um, it can be intimidating to some, and they wonder if they shouldn't even bring up the treatment. Like I'm so far away from that, I'm not going to benefit. But I use it as you know something to poke fun at because what I've realized over time is that 
more than it being something to get to some, you know, get somebody to that objective, which almost nobody is going to look like these built ripped um, figures that are on the banner. Most are just going to feel a whole lot stronger and measurably different. But once they feel stronger, they act stronger. They are more excited to work out and and really invest in themselves. And I think that has tremendous value. Well, I think people often ask me, you know, what, what I think the secret, what, what I think the secret of aging is. They expect me to say some machine or some everything, and I, and I generally will always respond. Exercise is really the greatest anti-aging thing because the biggest thing changes we see with aging is, you know, that gives people the look of looking older. It's not so much how many wrinkles of themselves; it's their overall posture. It's the way they carry themselves, which is why. Uh, now having the ability to affect the musculature and the posture and complement to me is actually a breakthrough, a breakthrough like we saw with Botox 20 years ago, a breakout like we saw with fractional lasers 15 years ago and things like that. It's just, it's, it's a new category of affecting the way we age. Yeah. I agree. And, you know, I'm hoping to see more and more, you know, and I, and I think the overall, yes, we have these posters of people who are like looking ripped and perfect, but I think the mindset is now changing because, you know, now we're on the second generation of uh, M-Sculpt technology. It's been around several years. And I do think providers and people are catching on to the fact about not, you know, showing images of people who maybe not be perfect. I mean, I, I try and show before and afters of people who, you know, I'm not showing obese people doing it, but people that may not be that that eight pack person that you see in the before and after. I always, it was always a little bit ridiculous to show that type of unrealistic thing anyway. And patients sometimes will say, well, is it too late? You know, am I too old to do this? And the best example I have in my office, and I credit my, my physician assistant for encouraging this patient um, to start treating with the M-Sculpt because he really was curious. She was very realistic about setting expectations, realistic expectations with him. When, and he is 80 years old. Wow. And he just wanted his pants to fit better. And he had, to a certain extent, you know, kind of an apple-type physique. And he did his set of four treatments with the Neo, and we brought him back a month after. So we did those monthly treatments for four, for four weeks. And then we brought him a month after to give him a fifth treatment just so we can capture um, his results at one month. And in the photos, it's really demonstrable. He, you know, we utilize photography that can do circumferential measurements and some shadowing in that overlay. He was so just pleased and inspired. Now, does he look like he remotely even has a two-pack? No. Is but he murking? Is he murking out? <laughs> he, he wasn't working out with me. Murking out. He wasn't Yeah, he was not murking out with me. But he really felt empowered by what he was seeing. So I think that there really is this broad group um, of people that benefit from these technologies. So I'm super grateful. My dad is turning 80 this year and I have three M sculpts and he's usually like, he's attached to like two at a time. So <laughs> he wants the arms while he's sitting on the M cella and then he's doing all these things. So yeah, I definitely get it as you're older. It's not, uh, you know, it's not just for young people anymore. No. Um, I, I think it's amazing. You know, you know, the, 
first of all, the fact that we trained together, that was like 20 some odd years ago already, right? We're no I don't know longer, what you're talking about. I know, we're no longer the young people on the scene anymore, but it really is amazing just a perspective. I mean, I always knew I wanted to go into aesthetic dermatology and I just, you know, it was just about aesthetics then. No one really was taking a holistic outlook at it because the fact of the matter is, most, it was still kind of a hush-hush thing. It was for like white ladies that lunched. It, it didn't reach all shapes and sizes, colors of skin, genders, socioeconomic classes. It's really amazing how far we've come, no? It is amazing. Um, I had today a gentleman in my office who's turning 58 and he looked at me and I've known him for about 16 years. His daughter's getting married in 15 months and he said, I feel kind of awkward asking you this, but it's okay for me to do something right for my face, for my wrinkles, my crow's feet, and you know, pointing to different things on his face before my daughter's wedding. And it amazes me still how there is a bit of that um, barrier when just speaking to the ladies that lunch, you know, even though we've gotten so far and so much broader and awareness and that everybody really can do something, there still is a hesitancy uh, for men to take advantage of some of these things. They feel almost guilty asking. Um, and it, it still, it surprised me, it took me back. I'm like, no, of course you can. But it, it still exists. They're different around me. They all come to me. They're like, this guy looks like he's really done up. So again, you know, I figure they don't even think twice about asking me. I'm like, you know, they, they know they can't go. They can't go as overboard as I have. So no, but it is true. You know, I started doing men a long time ago and I still think, listen, men don't want to wash their face. So it's like everything's an unnecessary thing for them. But I think what's unique about men in general is that once you hook them, it's like, that's it. Because guys like quick fixes, you know, different personalities, men and women, in terms of their approach to aesthetic procedures. And it's just, uh, it's just amazing how, like, like you said, it's amazing how people are now more and more coming around, but still being like, can I, can I do this? And the answer yeah. is yes. All right, Leslie, thank you so much, Doc. I appreciate you, and I will see you soon. So good to see you. Thanks, everybody, for joining the podcast by BTL, and we will see you next time. It certainly does seem like things have a way of always murking out. Thanks for joining us for this edition of the podcast. You can check out previous episodes of Set the Tone, the podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. Stay tuned for future episodes. And visit bodybybtl.com for more information on BTL's M-Sculpt Neo.